following is a presentation of the Michigan Sports Network. Thursdays on the Huge Show across Michigan are brought to you by Josh Garvey and his team at Bean Garter. At the end of the year, they'll be merging with Dorn Mayhew from the east side of the state, and they'll be stronger together. They can help your business from retirement planning, payroll, audits, tax help, and more. Go to BeanGarter.com to find out about the merger and also how Bean Garter is stronger together with Dorn Mayhew. That is B-E-E-N-E-G-A-R-T-E-R.com. Thursdays on the Huge Show across Michigan are presented by Josh Garvey and his team at Bean Garter. Are you ready for huge opinions on the Lions, Tigers, Wings, Pistons, Michigan, MSU, and every sports team in the state of Michigan? It's time for the Huge Show. From the east side to the west side to the UP, the Huge Show is on air statewide on the Michigan Sports Network. Voice your huge opinions now at 1-866-838-HUGE. That's 1-866-838-4843. Now, the huge one, Bill Simonson. John Vanderwall, former major leaguer, calls West Michigan home, played at Hudsonville Western. He's played with Jeter, with Bonds. He is in the Baseball Hall of Fame for most pinch hits in a single season in Cooperstown, enshrined right next to Babe Ruth's entire exhibit. I've been there. It's emotional. Me and John went. Tears were streaming down his cheek. Tears were streaming down my cheek because I thought I'd get in free with John because he's in the Hall of Fame, and they charged me like $27.50. Uh, congrats on the Hall of Fame. How long have you been in there? In the oh Hall of Fame. boy. Me and my baseball? Yeah, well, what year was that when you had the all-time single season? 1995. Finishes? Really? Yeah. Wow. In a uh, strike, strike shortened season. So what was it, 140-some games. So you they didn't have the 162, bro. They didn't have the 162 and you still have the record. Yep. That's like Babe. Man, I'm telling you, I'm calling you Babe Vanderwald now. Yeah. How you doing? You doing good? Doing, yeah. I'm, I'm feeling much better. Thank you. Okay, yeah. I know you, you went through a battle of uh, something personal and private that we won't go into details, but I'll just it was call you. a tough you. week last week. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I'll just call you Captain Covey. You want to sip of this lovely this drink here? Did you, what'd you say? You want to sip of this? Oh, I thought you said syphilis. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you said syphilis. Come on, have it. Have oh a. I'm like, oh boy, that's that's pretty open hey, with the a, audience. Uh, that's that's pretty open. Have, the have a drink of my multi-colored like, like, He said like syphilis. I'm like, well, whoa. No. I go, I go, whoa. Okay, John. It's not been that. Hey, tough. hey, I appreciate Vanderwall. He's honest about everything. He can be honest about Spencer <laughs> Torkelson and honest about feeling under the weather. Uh, speaking of Tork. Uh, you said it back in June that his swing was planing out and that you thought he was on his way and, you know, he's doing everything people expected maybe over a year ago. What an, what an incredible second half he's had. He's got the at-bats now. He's finally starting to learn how to play the game of baseball in the major leagues, and it's it's really, really awesome to see. It's awesome to see somebody who... Even though he had been struggling, even though they, his development had been 
um, botched by the Tigers early. Uh, he has come around. He's got the at-bats, and he's having a heck of a season. And uh, it, it's, it's, was really, it's really awesome to watch. You know, we, we do this every, you know, month or so. Uh, we did it up until the start of football, and I'm getting you uh, in studio to look ahead to the off season in Lakeland training camp 2024. Uh, so let's do an update on Tigers currently on the big league roster that you think are keepers and are part of the roster in 2024. Obviously, we both agree on Torkelson, right? Yep. No brainer. No brainer. All right. Uh, Jake Rogers? Yes. Yes. Okay. Matt Verlin, yes. Yes. And yeah, we're, we're both there. Zach McKinstry? I like him, too. I think he's earned it. I don't know if he'll be a starter, but I think he's earned a, a spot on the roster. He's done enough this year, and he's played a lot. He's, play, he's played more in the big leagues, and he was almost playing every day and getting exposed. So, yes, he's he's went through that. Good player, can play all over the place. I like him. And Zach Short is shown to be the typical bench utility guy. I, he's okay. He is. He's not expensive. He's okay, right? Better than what they have there now. Yeah. Uh, Akil Badu, has he earned a spot I on like, the roster? I, next I've year? always liked Akil Badu. Yes, he has. Obviously, they're going to have some problems, though. Yeah. Yeah, On numbers, on who they're going to keep in the outfield. Absolutely. So that could come into play, which we'll get into later inside this hour on, okay, uh, you're the Tigers front office. What do you target uh, in the offseason? So, Badu, Riley Green, Parko, or Parko. Well, I like Riley Green, but I mean, he can't stay healthy. I know. I mean, you start the the, the yellow flag starts coming up. Trade where you know he. I don't know. I mean, right? what two years or year and a half? He's well, two years. He's supposed to be in the big leagues. He's played in the big leagues for how many how many at bats does he have? I mean, my my first concern is, will he ever play a whole season? I mean, now it's his elbow. And I mean, I heard I heard that you know a week back or so that now his elbow was bothering. But I mean, elbow, foot, this, that. Kid can't stay healthy. He's a good player, but I mean that's that raises huge concerns, and I know it raises huge concerns within the, the Tigerization. It has to. Well, because you, you got Kerry Carpenter, Parker Meadows has really shown uh, not ready yet. Maybe Triple A guy next year, or or is he going to be on the big league roster? That still remains to be seen. I you got to you got to give him September and give him his at bats through the end of the year here. Uh, you cannot say he's a he's a lock to make this team. I think he's a lock for AAA. He's a lock. He's on the forty man. He's going to be an up down guy. Possibly, possibly be the, be a guy who is on the team. I think they want him on the team in center field, but you, he's got it's a very very short sample, and he's more than likely going to end up probably on the on the big league roster, and he's probably going to get the shot to play. Because you got Kerry Carpenter again. You're talking about decisions and issues with an abundance of outfielders. With you know, Veerling Carpenter coming on this year, right? They look like they're well. Carpenter is the best player on the team, right? And he, so that they're locks. I'm talking roster locks uh, for next year. Uh, you got Badu. We're talking about. Uh, you got Riley Green. Uh, yeah, a lot of lefties, and, and you got Parker lefties. Meadows, who again. 
the rest of September, spring training next year, could play his way into a roster spot, right? Well, if it's between Parker, Meadows, and Badu, this is probably the sad thing because I think Badu deserves to be on that team, but Parker will make it before him. And Badu could be one of those winner trade guys we'll get to coming He could up. be, but I would, I would, in my personal opinion, I would keep Badu before I would keep Parker Meadows just because of the experience level. So but, they could keep Parker Meadows at AAA and keep Badu and see what happens. They could, but I don't believe that's what they're going to do. Yeah, so we're, again, when we go through positions right now, you know, and this kind of sets up the offseason, and John Vanderwall, former major leaguer in studio, uh, talking Tigers looking ahead to the winner in 2024. So they're set at catcher, set at first with Torkelson. We'll I see. wish they wouldn't have got rid of the the other guy. What's his name, the catcher? That they uh, they uh, oh Eric Haas yeah I I think that's a mistake he he was a role player could play some outfield could hit the three run homer every once in a while I they they must know they got somebody ready to fill that well they hole. brought this guy in from Arizona who got canned from the Diamondbacks and they brought him in they signed him and I and I'm like I've watched him play I, I'm not like thoroughly impressed with him Carson Kelly right? yeah it, it's like I'm sure he's you know, he's an okay player, but you had a dude that everyone loved on that team, and he had a bad year. He was having a bad year, but but as a human being, you're going to have a bad year. The kid, the kid has enough. He had enough there to bounce back, and, and I hope that he stays or that he still has the opportunity to stay with the Tigers. Uh, I liked him. I think the, he was a great clubhouse guy, and you have Rodgers who's going get to get most of the playing time anyway. Uh, I'm not real sure why they made that decision. It kind of sounds like somebody they hired or someone that's within the organization itself that was with the Arizona and they liked this kid for some reason and now they signed him. That's what it looks like to me. Uh, I'm not convinced that was the right way to go. I don't. Th- I'm going to say it wasn't the right way to go. Just like I said last year with the Candelaria deal, that they they should at least kept him at third base. So I, I don't like it. I think they should have kept the other kid. Or some of these moves by Harris, Scott Harris, the team president, are they a setup for deals or people you want to target during the winter? We'll touch on that in a little bit. But I just want to go through positions that are set, Johnny. Uh, Rogers at catcher for now, Torkelson at first, McKinstry at second, uh, Vierling. You know, he sticks at. You know, your outfield, infield, he can do it all. He's going to have to do it all because the outfield's... Uh, he's got to be third baseman, basically. He's got to right? be able to spell yeah. whoever's out there as a right-handed, as a platoon player, because they're not going to let... If I, I believe Parker's going to be on the team next year. There's no doubt. Well, Baez, Baez will exercise his option. There's no Tigers. Well, yeah, right? well, he's... He's a horrible player right now, but he ain't that stupid not to take that. Cause no so one, they're stuck with him next yes, year. Yes, absolutely. So, so there, I'm just, that's why I'm setting up 2024, that I'm looking at Rodgers at catcher, Torkelson, McKinstry, uh, or Torque at first, McKinstry at second, Baez at short, Veerling at third, and then your outfield is Riley Green, uh, you know, Kerry Carpenter, uh, Parker Meadows, or does Carpenter go to DH uh, with McGill? Well, yeah, on, right. They could. I, I wouldn't. He's not. He's pretty good out there. They they have options now that Cabrera's gone. Funny thing is though that I don't. The Cabrera's gone after this year, but he's still one of their better hitters, and he's what sixty two. So <laughs> he still knows how to play the game. Well, you have the at least right now looking at it, you would have Badu, a healthy Riley Green in center. And Kerry Carpenter and Wright. Yeah, I, but I think they want Parker Meadows in center. I, I really do. I, I think they want, they do, I believe they want to move Riley Green to left field. That's what to they save his arm, do. maybe, right? Or? Well, Parker can fly. 
Parker Meadows can really fly. All right, so then you got Parker in center, Riley in left. Carpenter in right. Carpenter in right. Badu, who's a lefty. So now you get an all lefty outfield with Veerling. Your DH becomes, because I haven't seen, you know, anybody, and I'm just talking about replacing Miguel in the line. I'm not replacing Miguel Cabrera in Detroit. I I don't see that bat, that everyday DH bat that could be there unless you're rotating That's one of those outfielders, do. right? They'll rotate the whole, which is really a good thing, so you get somebody off their feet. So uh, what we're going through this, it, it looks like, outside of the Parker Meadows question, John, that their starting lineup is set. With the way that they're going, yeah, with rebuilding. For 2024, yeah, it looks like it's set. I do not see any major acquisitions on that. Rogers at catcher, Torque at first, McKinstry at second, Baez the option at short, Veerling moves over to third. In the outfield, the rotation is Badu, Green, Meadows, and Carpenter. Right, and what I... And, then, and, the, and the odd guy out in that is DH in that day. It could be. But what I like and what I, I like seeing is that uh, Baez is getting benched now, so he's not playing. You know, are they trying to get him angry that they want him to not exercise the option or something? No, because he's not. He, he's smart enough that he's going to take that option. But it looks like it's no longer the the play that okay, just because you're making all this money, you're going to guaranteed to be out on the field every day, which is a good thing because now I've seen Zach Short come out there. Um, I've seen it, you know, several times the past couple weeks where he's not he's not the guaranteed guy in every day playing at short. So that's good, and maybe it'll light the fire under him. I mean, his swing is horrible, just horrible and long. And how can it be that bad when you have hitting coaches, multiple hitting coaches? Doesn't matter. Video, everything. How could it be that bad? <laughs> Crickets. He don't listen to them. He got I wasn't going with crickets. That sounds like you're doing some bird watching down there by Thornapple River. Yeah. Oh, I mean, you're it like, doesn't matter. I'm like, like, what's he doing? I'm trying to think he's going crickets. I'm thinking it sounds like <laughs> birds and trees. Hey, Javi, can you try this? <laughs> hey, Javi. Hey, uh, you know, during the Aussies, and this is John Vanderwall. You want to come over to West Michigan? We'll go, uh, we'll go, bird, we'll go bird watching. Okay. Hey, Javi, can you turn your body a little bit more so you can make that swing a little uh, longer? Could you also uppercut just a hair bit more so you can swing and miss at every pitch? Hey, can you turn your head a little bit more so neither of your eyes are looking at the pitcher? Hey, how about you just pull your head? Can you look at yourself on the scoreboard? <laughs> like, I'm, I, you know, I just I look at it and, it, and it's it's comical I, because I know. I mean, I, I've watched a lot of these young kids progress this summer. These guys have done a very very good job. Who's ever leading their hitting? And Detroit is doing a really good job because they are they are working to stay through the ball. I can see Torkelson working to stay through the ball. I, you know, because all of our bad habits as hitters come back. They will come back. It's like a golf swing, right? It is. Oh yeah, just like a couple weeks ago at American Dunes. So yes, are but you talking they will about come me back. Or you? Both. So they will always come back. And, and Torks, one of his things is he's an uppercutter guy. He likes to uppercut. And the bat goes in and out of the, goes in and out of the zone, and the, I can see they're working on him, keeping him through the zone. I think they lightened up uh, the weight on his bat and, this, and maybe the length, and uh, they've done a really good job. And they're doing with with Badu, they've done a great job with him keeping him keeping him through the middle in a way. Um, they've done a great job. So they have, I'm sure they have gone to him and said, "Hey, man, we we can shorten this thing up. Let's shorten it up." And he's like, "Nah, he's." 
I got my money, cuz. So he's not doing it. I, like I think he team. will start next year because they're going to say, you're not going to play anymore. And then he's going to sit there, and it really, it, it's not fun sitting on the bench. I've done it. It's not fun sitting on the and bench. And at some point, day. they just release him and eat the money then if it's the final year, right? Yeah, they could. They or they just let him commiserate on the bench and say, you know what? Why don't you just sit in the corner until you really want to? Because I tell you, the, the guy can do it. The guy, the, guy can, the guy can hit. If he wants to change, he can. And you got to remember, too, he's going to want to play for another contract next year with somebody, right? Well, how long is his deal? I is it three or five years? I don't know. I, I, Rodriguez. It was like 150 mil for five years, and you had an option after the third, second, or third year. So it must have been after the whatever it is. So he had an option to renegotiate after this year, probably. But I still think he has after this, and not two or three more options. It's something like it's something ridiculous to get to 150 million. I mean, but this is the example here is on why other people didn't bet on, didn't want, weren't going after him. Because if you would have went after his background and knew his background, you knew this was what was going to happen. So it's happened, and the guy can be a tremendous player. Let's see if it happens in Detroit. Six years, $160 million. Yeah, something ridiculous. So, that, yeah, and so you're looking at where he's at right now. Uh Man, six years, $160 million. This is his second year, isn't it? Mm-hmm. And even... I mean, I'm even shocked at how horrible he is this year. I didn't think he could get a, get any worse than he was last year, and he's even 140 worse than million that. of it is guaranteed. So he he's set for life, and he's not even showing up. He's just cashing the paycheck, right? Ding ding. Yeah. Annual average salary of around 23 million. Bad man. I mean that's. 140 million is guaranteed. That's, so. I'm t- I mean, so it's just time- my opinion, but that's why oh. other people were not involved in negotiations mm. to try to get. Them. So you're looking at, you're 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 still looking at four more years on that deal. Uh, again, he had the opt out option. I think it was after two, if I'm not wrong. You know, if he was doing well, and, and you want to know for- somebody who was on irrevocable waivers, <laughs> which that was him, right? <laughs> well, it would well because no, because if. So they wanted somebody to pick him up. He was on some. I'm guarantee he's been on some sort of waiver list. Um, but he's been so bad, no one's going to pick him up. So they're stuck with him for. And that wa- waiver thing did change from when I played. So now it's irrevocable waivers. So like those guys that were on the waiver wires before the first of September, you could claim them and get them back, right? Well, before when I played, they were revocable waivers. You could claim them. Just get them off of the waiver wire, and then you could make a deal with the team that wanted them. Uh, but it's not that way anymore. So yeah, so they're stuck with bias for a while. Yeah, mm. man. So you think they're trying to get his attention and saying that you know it but, might even be beyond that now. Well, but if, you're, like, if you, you have if you don't want to play, right? If you have 140 million guaranteed, okay, and you're just there for a paycheck. At what point does Scott Harris say, look, you don't want to play, be here, you want to negotiate, or we're going to sit you, you're not going to play, and you're going to be done playing baseball, right? Yeah, or you know, play you know, two, three Here, Here's $30 million we're going to give you and be on your way. Yeah, right? they, he has $140 million guaranteed on the deal. Well, he's going to mm-hmm. get that, but I, no longer are you guaranteed that you're going to be on the field every day. So, right. yeah, so And that's what, that, that's what needs to happen. Is Rodriguez gone, or will they give him a deal? Um, I don't know. Did I just hear a choo-choo? You did. Oh, is that, hold on. Is that your phone? It is. Oh, this, okay. 
All right. The, I, if, you, if you got a picture of a little toy train set going around in circles, I thought I could go around in circles. We're going to go around in circles. I heard, I heard a train going. I'm like, wait, we're not by any tracks. And I don't even want to know why you have a and you, train. Yeah, you don't want to know. Train either. ring. I don't, I don't even want to know. Here, here, yeah. You want to drink? No. I, 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 you want a syphilis? <laughs> you want a syphilis? Uh, I go, did he just say a sip of that? Hey, it's, like, it's like that new bear paint commercial. You know, like, uh, That's a pretty good one. Or, or cocaine bear. <laughs> have you watched that? Yeah. I watched it. Uh, it is funny. Have you watched it yet, Superfly? I watched it on Prime. It is the funniest movie ever. It is hilarious. It is. That is a late night movie with the guys at 2 o'clock that you have to watch and sit there while you're eating your late night food after a great night of your favorite adult beverages. Whoever played the bear should win an Academy Award. I Whoever was in that bear suit. Well, it's, it's an Academy it's, Award. It's just like the golf, the little golf, the golf Twitter thing. Um, the funny guy. Oh, who the had, club pro guy. Yeah, that guy. Hey, did you? That's see, funny. He goes. He, I saw the the club pro guy. It's on Twitter account. He sent out. You know, it's just making fun of being a a, a club pro. He goes, uh, yeah, uh, notice to all the members, I'm going to triple the initiation fee. Money's going to me. Uh, <laughs> DM me if you got an issue with it. <laughs> Oh my! Well, God. maybe Javi can be a club pro guy in uh, golf somewhere, but it, 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 that's an unfortunate thing. Um, so where are they spending their money during? Uh, one thing until unless Parker is ready, the the one piece I would like there with Miguel leaving. And you mentioned how he's you know really end of the year. I think he knows it's over. The goodbye celebrations. He, he's really you know he's not just laying down and cashing his check in his final season. I, I'd like another pop. Another guy with a bat who could hit 260, 270 and hit 25, 30 homers as your DH, right? I don't know if that player is out there, but I'm trying to think. You have to be right handed, too. Yeah, right handed power. But who is, because we're looking at the positions. And again, pitching uh, will be a major target in free agency. Has to be. Has to be if the Tigers want any chance. And the AL Central still will be up for grabs next year. Worst division. What did you tell me earlier? Two teams could lose 100 games in the same division. It's, it is the worst division I have ever. Tigers seen are only uh, you know Tigers are less than ten games out, and and you're like you know this, and look that at, is the worst division ever I have ever seen in my life in Major League Baseball. In Major League Baseball, is that bad? Wow, I mean it's it, two so, teams get to lose hundred games. So you're the Tigers though. On that note, and and why we're talking here today, and John Vanderwall, former Major Leaguer in the studio, kind of looking ahead. I don't think there's two teams. There's the two, the two bottom teams in that division might not win the AAA crown. It's that bad. They're that bad. Yeah. And the Twins are doing it because they have better pitching, right? But then the Tigers, what the note we looked at, uh, 13 games in their division over 500. There's something like that. I mean, they're it's close crazy. to being I know. double digits over 500 or are over 500. Or you know, ten, twelve—I don't know what it is. But then, what are they against the rest of the league? It's funny you you know you watch this and you watch them play the Central. And man, they look boy, they look pretty good. And then they go against you know like the Yankees. They start going against other divisions. Then you start seeing what they really are. And what they really are is a w- below average team. They are a below average team that happens to be in the worst division in baseball. And when they play within that division, 
they give a lot of people a lot of hope and promise. But there's a there's a lot of work that needs to be done on that team, especially on the pitching side. Well, and the pitching is where I go because we we went through the starting lineup. I think it will be better than it was last year. It will be a lineup that could help you contend to win the weakest division in baseball, Nail Central. And that's why I think you back the truck up and give Rodriguez the money he wants because there's a true number one. You're, you're cringing right now. I think if they if they wanted him that bad, they'd already signed him by now. They'd already signed him. Like right, I they, think they wanted honestly, and and I do not know anybody in the Tiger organization anymore, and I don't have any inside scoop. But from what I've heard from other people about him, I think they were, were hoping that he was gone the end of, at the July thirty first. So all right, so no Rodriguez. You got Tariq Skubal, who looks like a you know, a three starter on most teams. Reese Olsen has had some flash starts that where he's looked good. Fiedo will bounce back and forth and look good and then look horrible. I yeah, I if I'm a, there's guys that are in that staff right now and I know Sawyer Gibson Long, which sounds like a, a law firm right down the street from our flagship station. Yeah. Ninety six won the game in Grand Rapids. He came and in Sawyer Gibson Long. We're there to protect you. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I I look at the bullpen, and you, you guys who have been hurt in and out, and you stop and you say, Bo Brisky, Lang, Foley, okay, you know, Foley and Lang, okay. I, you literally, in my mind, maybe outside of Scoble, and you're if you're not going to sign Rodriguez, you could flush every single one of those arms and bring in new guys, and I wouldn't miss one of them. You could. They won't because they were all drafted. You know, they love Parker Meadows. You no, know, I'm talking Parker, I'm talking pitchers. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, Parker, uh, I mean, Manning. Yeah, Matt Manning. Matt Manning. I don't know why I went. I mean, I, my bad. I, I know, I know. Gone. You're you know, me. 57. You're okay. COVID's yeah. gone. I know. You're 57 now? Yeah. I thought you were only 52. Yeah, I know. I look, yeah. well, you, you know. No, you, you look 52. Well, thank you. I'm just saying that because sure. I'm shocked that you're that old. I mean, <laughs> but I mean, like, Manning you got motor skills, and you have a little, you know, mm-hmm. a tough, mm-hmm. tough time pronouncing. Do you want a sip of this? Where <laughs> it sounds like syphilis. But <laughs> hey, we did. Hey, we did roll though. We, you and I did roll and American dudes the other day. You're talking golf. Oh yeah. Okay. Thank you. Now I'm t- are you telling people that we're rolling. No, and okay. we we were Just we were make sure we were we were on it, man. You're not well, on the medication. Yes. Gosh, guys. I, I know you're you not on uh, some medication. You're please. scaring me over here, JV. <laughs> <laughs> no, Manning. They love Manning, and I mean he's got hit by <laughs> a couple hundred and twenty mile an hour pitches. How many and times do we have to see the Mannings and the Bo Briskies and mean, these people get a chance? How many times? I don't know. Another reason why this happens is because he's not fooling people and he's not striking out a lot of guys and they love him because he was a high draft choice. And so who's the rotation to, next year? It's going to be Scooble, right? Scooble, Manning, Reese Olson, Reese Olson. You know, Fiedo. Are they going to stick? Yeah, because he was a high draft pick, right? He, yeah. he deals against AAA pitching that's that are big league teams. You know. He, he's dealing against, and he has some decent. He's had some decent outings, but you, they, the hook on him is short. You can just see it; like they're like cringing because they know they. I can. I'm watching games going. How does this guy get away with this stuff? And he would have never gotten away with this stuff when I played. It, and a lot of their pitchers are like there. They pitch over the zone. They're at times they can throw a decent breaking ball. It's, I would say an average breaking ball, and maybe a little bit above. But more than likely, they're below average breaking balls, below average changeups with a below average fastball. And this is what, other than Scooble, 
this is what you have. I, I, I can't say Reese Olsen is because I see a little life on his fastball at times. He's got a pretty good, uh, pretty good slider that's got some bite and some depth on it. Um, but he he makes just a ton of mistakes. His ball backs up a lot, and he pitches over the zone. And I can see now that they want him to pitch backwards, so he's flipping a lot of stuff and then throwing the fastball. The bottom line is these guys aren't ready. As Tiger fans, you hope that maybe next year something happens, like could possibly happen like what happens with the Orioles. All of a sudden, they were supposed to be not a very good team, and now look where they're at. Could that happen with the Tigers? It possibly could if these pitchers are better than what I'm telling you they are, which they maybe are. I just don't see it. But, and if they do come on these pitchers, then you've got a chance. You've got a chance at making a run, but I, I don't see it. Man, Cole Keith could be that third baseman and Veerling becomes yes. a DH next year, right? I mean, if we, But he if was we, hitting like 250 in AAA, so there, you can't rush a kid. If you're only hitting 250 in AAA, you're not going to come in and down. The, the big leagues are going to tear you up. And the other guy, some... Another another law firm guy, down Justin there. Henry Malloy. Yeah, that's it. They actually handled Title IX law right down around the corner. <laughs> I saw Tucker walking in. Well, anyway, at Justin, Justin Henry Malloy, we are much better than any other law firm. Uh, Title IX complaints. Contact the team at Justin Henry Malloy. You could, and I I think he's a right-handed hitter. So yeah, are they looking at him so, maybe to be that DH's big guy, six one, two fifteen? So right? and I think you were looking. Your vision sometimes is impeccable. They might, one of those guys, maybe a Badu is gone next year, might be a trade guy because if you have a this another law firm dude that could come in, um, Badu possibly could be a piece. Well, and then you get one could be a DH. But you got too many outfielders that are left-handed. Well, and and you have third base. So you could have Cole Keith at third. You got Veerling. Then your outfield, Veerling goes to uh, Riley Green, goes to left, Parker Meadows center, Carpenter and right. You got Veerling as a fourth outfielder. I guess it's a wait and see on Colt Keith and Justin Henry Malloy. Well, you know, Veerling's going to be that guy that's going to play third. He's going to play first and he's going to play the outfield. He's, he's going to play all over the place. So he, so I'm, I'm, I'm fine, but you know one uh, about, I really am on the makeup of going into spring training, even without major trades. I'm fine with what the Tigers are building. The question is, though, when you go through all these prospects and you start looking at a stud pitcher, no stud pitcher is close in the minor league system for the Tigers. So they need to go out and buy a couple of starters. Exactly. They have to. They they ha, They need a one. They have to go out and spend the money and get a legitimate one that can get you. 15 to 20 wins. They need to spend that money. Exactly, and they don't have that right now. They're, 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 they're trying to tell you, maybe they're not, but it, what I'm looking at is that they're trying to say that Scooble's that guy. Scooble's not that no, guy. No, no, he's not. And I, on all these retreads of Manning, Scooble, Brisky's back up, I get they've all been drafted. But if this team is in the AL Central, they have a chance to contend next year if they can get a frontline starter and and another one, at least two. Yes, and it, well, two. you either resign Rodriguez and get him one, or you got to sign two, and then that that's and then you've got you got a legitimate shot because I like where they are on the offensive side and where the guys that are playing these different positions and all that. I, I like it, and I wouldn't I wouldn't go out and get somebody on that side. I'd let these guys continue to develop because they're doing a good job with it. They are doing a very good job on that side. On the offensive side, the Tigers are doing no, a very good job. Players, they're set, and they help. You know, if you think about from when we talked in spring training and even the last winter, and you look at the development of Carpenter, of Veerling, 
Uh, Parker Meadow for what we've seen, or Parker Meadows, plural, is that what we've seen Austin's brother? Austin Meadows, I mean, with his mental side, I mean, it'd be, if he ever came back, he could be a potential DH, right? He can come back. He, I wouldn't give him the opportunity to come back. I'll just be honest. That's two with years, you. yeah, and say, hey, we're moving. He's not on. a lefty. The medical, whatever you do, you do a settlement. Yeah, you've, yeah. you've we've picked your contract up, and for two years, you've given us eighty-one at bats. You know, yeah, I, I, mean, I agree with you. I, I wish the best for you, but it's business, though. There's it's a, a business, and we haven't got anything for two years, and we've got enough lefties here, so. See ya. All right, John Vanderwall joining us in studio, former major leaguer, played with Bonds, Jeter, calls West Michigan home, also in Cooperstown, the Baseball Hall of Fame, the most pinch hits in a single season in MLB history. If you ever go into Cooperstown, you will see John Vanderwall in the Hall of Fame. Speaking of Hall of Fames, who wants to be in the Beat Huge Hall of Fame? That contest with our good friend Josh Garvey, the managing partner at Bean Carter, Adorn Mayhew firm. The Grand Rapids office is what Josh oversees. Along with their team, they put up $1,500 in cash in the Beat Huge contest. So you have until Sunday morning to play every week for free at thehugeshow.net. Now, the Thursday night game is always a freebie. I think we had about 30% of the people beat me in week one. So the week two picks are up right now. Just go to thehugeshow.net. And if you think you're better than me at picking pro football games, you could win that $1,500 in cash from Josh Garvey and his team at Bean Carter, Adorn Mayhew Firm. You can play through the big game in February every week until Sunday morning. I tell your friends, family, co-workers, go to thehugeshow.net. And if you're better than me at picking pro football games, uh, you can beat me every week to have more chances to win that $1,500 in cash. Get your selections in now at thehugeshow.net. From Detroit to Petoskey, this show is huge. I'm Matt Shepard, the voice of Detroit baseball. I'm Herman Moore, and football is my game. So we know a few things about sports. And the passion of Detroit fans. That's why we're big fans of Eagle Casino and Sports. It's the mobile sports book that lets you bet on action all year long. Right from your mobile device. Eagle Casino and Sports. Made in Michigan. Made for Michigan. Download the app and start winning today. Must be 21 or older and in Michigan to play. Bill Simonson here for my good friend, Josh Garvey. He is a managing partner at Bean Garter, soon to be Dorn Mayhew, and they'll be stronger together. And did you know Bean Garter can help your business with outsourcing your payroll and other business needs? That can help ease tax filing and year-end reporting, compliance reporting, human resources management, time and attendance tracking, and more. Just go to beangarter.com to find out more how they can help your payroll system and make your workplace that much smoother. Go to beangarter.com. That's B-E-E-N-E-G-A-R-T-E-R.com. And they can help you with all your payroll needs. Like I mentioned, tax filing and year-end reporting, compliance reporting, human resources management, time and attendance tracking, and more. All your payroll needs can be handled by the team at Bean Garter. Find out more at BeanGarter.com. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. 
Huge Show is back live across Michigan. Superfly Hayes is our executive producer. I think Jim Cambroni, SpartanMeg.com, the MSU Insider is standing by. And away from the Mel Tucker situation and suspension, Michigan State has one of their bigger non-conference home games in program history happening Saturday on Peacock against Washington. Comp is standing by from East Lansing. How you doing, my man? Hey, great to be with you. Thank you. All right, uh, we'll get to Washington, Michigan State in a moment, uh, but any new news out of East Lansing connected to the Mel Tucker story? Uh, Not that I've seen. Things have quieted down a little bit, maybe thankfully. I mean, the barrage of statements from people was certainly entertaining and interesting, but it's gotten quiet. Um, probably best for all parties involved. Um, maybe that means some negotiations are going on. I don't know, but it's 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 a, it's day four of a week that seems like it's been twenty days. So a lot of things have happened almost every hour, but nothing so far today that I'm aware of. It is game week. I mentioned with Washington, one of the bigger non-conference opponents ever uh, to come to. Uh, East Lansing, I saw one of your stories you shared at SpartanMeg.com that, hey, with everything going on with Tucker and that suspension, uh, you still have players who want to play football. And you get Harlan Barnett's uh, debut, D'Antonio back uh, in the mix. From a football perspective, with or without Tucker, uh, with or without Barnett or D'Antonio, how does Michigan State match up against Washington? And Washington's got the number one pass offense in the country, 472 yards per game last year. Number one passing offense in the country, 370 per game. I think Washington's got two first-round draft picks at wide receiver. Odunze, six foot three, runs like the wind, great hands. Very, very good offensive scheme with what they do. Be snap, motions get you off balance. And then they've got the best passing quarterback in the country. I mean, the guy at USC is a complete quarterback. The guy at North Carolina is a very good passer. But I think I think Michael Penix is the best throwing quarterback in the country. He throws lasers um, left hash to the, to the right sideline and on a 20-yard out right now on a laser, accurate. So with all those components, a great offensive scheme to keep you off balance, two NFL receivers, um, you can play good pass defense against them. And they're still throwing for at least 350. You got to keep them off the field so your run game becomes important. Michigan State's run game's not been that great. Washington's run defense is suspect. One way to stay in the game if you're outmatched is to possess the ball, run the ball, hammer the ball, eat clock. I'm not sure Michigan State's run game is ready to do that before we even start talking about a pass defense that for Michigan State's been among the worst in the country for two years. So the matchup itself is not great at all. In Washington, to put 400 yards passing on just about anybody outside of the top 10. So, very difficult matchup. Michigan State's going to be fired up. They're going to be united. The crowd's going to be great. All of those things would probably serve themselves better in a physical phone booth game against Iowa or Wisconsin or something like that. This is a very difficult matchup. If Michigan State's competitive, I would be impressed. Jim Comperoni, SpartanMeg.com. You can follow everything connected to Tucker's suspension and also game week at SpartanMeg.com. Comp, appreciate the update. We'll talk Monday, get an update on Tucker, and also look back at Michigan State, Washington. Thanks, Bill. Appreciate it. All right, Jim Comperoni, SpartanMeg.com joining us.
I got an invitation for anybody listening on our flagship station, 96.1 The Game, to join me tomorrow, 3 until 6. I'm broadcasting live from the McDonald's in Granville on 44th Street Southwest. The first 75 people who show up and come inside who have the McDonald's app downloaded, each will get an arch card for a free Big Mac and you can try the new look Big Mac. That's available at all McDonald's across Michigan. That's the first 75 people who come inside and have the McDonald's app downloaded. That will be tomorrow, the huge show. Jeff Risden will join me the first two hours. We'll talk Lions and Seahawks, and you can join me at the McDonald's in Granville on 44th Street, southwest, just east, it would be... Of the Rivertown Crossings Mall? Yeah, I think it's east. Yeah, so first 75 people who come in starting at 3 o'clock tomorrow with the McDonald's app downloaded, uh, each will get a free Big Mac. And you can try the juicier. Juicier? Hey, is it a tasty? Yeah, it's tasty and it's juicier. That's a combination between tasty and juicy. The tastier, juicy Big Mac. Granville McDonald's, 44th Street, Southwest. If you're listening on 96 on the game, our flagship station. Join me tomorrow starting at 3. Everything huge 24-7 at thehugeshow.net. Friday, October 27th, TVs and Practical Jokers are up to their usual trips. If you're not here, you are missing out. It's the Tenderloins at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort. Sal, James, and Brian for two shows and twice the laughs. 7 and 10 p.m. Tickets start at $59. On sale now at the box office and etix.com. Don't miss the Drive, 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 Drive Tour with the Tenderloins, October 27th. Party hard, laugh louder. Details at SoaringEagleCasino.com. Mercantile Bank is committed to delivering financial solutions that empower businesses to achieve their goals. We take time to understand you and what makes your business unique. From commercial and business banking to treasury and HCM tools, our local team is here to help you take your business to the next level. So when you need a financial partner, Merck is here. To learn more, visit us online at MerckBank.com business. Member FDIC Equal Housing Lender. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. The Huge Show is back live across Michigan. Superfly Hayes is our executive producer. If you miss any huge opinion, interview, hour, or full show, our podcasts are free. And we are everywhere. Apple, Google, Spotify, iHeart, Podbean, and more. Just search The Huge Show. We download podcasts. Yeah, I'm looking at updates on UFO findings from NASA. You saw the photos from Mexico where aliens from like thousands of years ago. That's okay. No one, no one worry. That's, that's all right. Let's just, nothing to see here. Keep it moving. <laughs> that's crazy. Also, if you want to find out the closest radio station that carries this show to where you are or live, go to thehugeshow.net. Big. Bad. Huge.